You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You are now listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Kitty Underhill. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers, and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Hey. Hey. Hey, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Please tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself and who you are. So my name is Kitty Underhill. I am a plus size model and I'm a speaker, presenter, and my main thing is that I'm a body acceptance advocate. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the work I do online is about kind of getting people to question how they feel about their bodies and other bodies, you know, trying to get them to challenge what, you know, getting them to unlearn what they've learned about their bodies as well. Mm -hmm. I think that something you know, we don't really think about a lot is why we feel the way we do about our bodies and, you know, why we assume that our bodies are bad or not good enough. Like, good enough according to who? It's a whole load of nonsense, which I'm sure I'll go into a lot later because I can Mm. rant about it for hours. Um, (laughs) And yeah, so I've been really lucky to do kind of panels, talks. I did my first workshop a couple of, uh, yeah, about a month ago, uh, talking about like body acceptance with some people. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, And it was, yeah, I'm just trying to like spread the knowledge of like self-acceptance, self-love. And even if you're not quite at the self love point yet just yeah. acceptance is fine too so i guess that's, that's me in a super nutshell helpful oh, we first so. noticed you on instagram and we just loved all the like photos that you were posting mm-hmm. oh, thank you so much banging they look cute oh stop thank you <laughs> i try me my tripod and my oh my god the ring light best thing i ever bought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you take all the me. photos yourself not all of them so because i like model as well obviously yeah. um so a lot of stuff i do with like photographers and that sort yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. but um yeah i've been trying to kind of take more self-portraits as kind of yeah. like a self-love exercise which mm. has been really nice you know because i guess a lot of the time i think it's great like photographers like seeing how i am through their lens but then also kind of seeing myself through my own lens and especially Mm -hmm. because like I guess in the past year or so I've been doing a lot of really good work with my counsellor but it's been like quite intense work like revisiting a lot of you know my kind of troubles with like food my own body image Mm because I guess a lot of what I do what I do is you know kind of sharing my own kind of recovery as well um because I've kind of been coming to terms with the fact that you know um it wasn't just that I felt bad about my body but like I wasn't well um Mm. so I guess it's I'm trying to get myself back into the habit of 
yeah, being a bit more accepting of myself rather than just being like, here's my message for everyone else. I got to turn that, you know, take my own damn advice, you know? Yeah. Um, so in the past kind of year or so, I've gained a bit of weight and, you know, it was quite triggering for a while. So right. now taking these kind of portraits of myself has been really nice because I'm like, yeah, my fat's cute. Oh, I love my rolls. Like, yeah. look at this. I've got new stretch marks. Like, it's so nice to kind of reclaim what I always thought was a bad thing and make yeah. it into just a cool thing that I can accept. Yeah, back when so. I was at college, most of my work was self-portraits and it was just like it was such a strange practice of just like learning to love like every part of your body Mm -hmm. like even when you're doing a painting and then you're just like like even like the creases and stuff you're just like the eye bags you're just like doing everything Mm -hmm. and and at the end you get this beautiful piece of art and you're just like that's me Mm. yeah that's so awesome and especially because like i guess like having your photograph taken even when you're like on a night out or whatever you're like oh i gotta get into the most flattering pose ever and i'll put my butt out make sure my tummy looks thin (laughs) you know whatever like (laughs) that's literally it's something we all no but it's something we all learn isn't it and then yeah but like just take a photo of yourself as you are is like i think that's quite a big and almost like revolutionary it's powerful for sure and we forget that we're the only ones in the entire world that sees our own faces and our own bodies as much and more than anyone else Mm. in the entire world and we think that everyone else sees what we see Mm, and it's just totally the opposite no one no one notices anywhere near what we notice on ourselves we just have to keep reminding that we're you know the only person that sees us for who we are are our own eyes everyone else sees this beautiful person Mm. and not all the flaws and all the shit and all the changes and all the stuff that's going in our minds And like, what yeah. is a flaw anyway? Like, it's something that yeah. we've been taught for such a long time. Like, True. the wildest thing I ever learned was like, oh, well, many wild things I've learned. But like, um, I was doing some research into like cellulite. And basically, yeah. cellulite just, no one gave it, wait, can I swear? Yeah. No one yeah. gave a shit about it, basically, until kind of like around the 1950s and 60s, where Vogue basically released this big article that said cellulite, the fat you can't get rid of or something oh like God. that. And then from there, the cellulite, the anti-cellulite industry boomed. Like before then, people were like, cool, I've got ripples on my thighs. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. look at like, I was in Primark the other day and they're selling cellulite rollers for three pounds. It's a piece <gasps> of shitty plastic that doesn't what? do anything. It's Nothing just a load of nonsense. All, yeah. Exactly. But oh, like so many people God. are making money off of you know, our self-hate. Insecurities. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that's not just the way it is. We've been taught that and loads of people profit from that. So I think it's something we all need to start being conscious of, you know? Let's move on to talk about what do you think of the stigma surrounding the number and how many people that you sleep with? I just, it's like, it's just another way of like controlling people, isn't it? Like, <laughs> like let, let people just live and fuck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember at school, like, you know, I went to a girl's school and it was very much like, oh my God, that person's had sex. Wow. But like, now it's like, oh, you fucked. Yes, get that dick. Like, do what you yeah, want. Like, yeah. I just like, I mean, I think there's still so much stigma attached to it. And I think that sucks. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also a way of like, you know dictating someone's value but especially like you know cis women's value is always based on kind of like how you know if they've slept with too many then they're what you know and that's just it's just a load of nonsense like you know here here yeah i mean like (laughs) i just you know it's 2019 are we really still being like oh but body counts like Mm. no like is it it just a young thing i mean all of us when we've spoken about it everyone said it always starts off at school mm, is it because we're young and we're not tall and it's it's just not knowing life and just being like, yeah, you can like fuck yeah, a lot of people. It, where cool. does it come from? Like, like where, where, made where that do up? you, 
yeah who made this up <laughs> who's the asshole who's so judgmental and was like oh, yeah you're having sex with people how dare you enjoy yourself yeah like, i mean i know my sex ed was like you know as i said i went to a girl's school and like it was very kind of like well this is what gonorrhea looks like and this is what crabs look like and you're gonna die and you're like oh my god why do you need to know what it looks like i know in it like i've seen enough like of this stuff like it's just it's scare tactics isn't it so i guess like if you're not teaching people that like it's fine to sleep with people yeah then you're gonna feel that kind of stigma around it especially if people aren't having like open and honest conversations about sex about intimacy and that sort of thing and you know what it's actually you know and it's fine to have stis like you know you get a cold that's an infection like you get gonorrhea that's an infection too i've had an sti yeah exactly yeah and it's fine like you know we've just got to you know sex as a subject has been so stigmatized for so long we just need to you guys are doing an amazing job of like breaking down that stigma and i'm all the respect and amazingness (laughs) to you both and like you know these are the conversations we need to start having so that people don't feel judged about how many people they slept with and whatever you know fuck number one the first fuck okay (laughs) all right oh my god it's so funny because basically um I guess I don't know if you're going to ask me this later or now, but like I've only ever slept with one person, and that is the my childhood sweetheart. That's really and, interesting. Yeah, and like it's you know it's not something that's spoken about a lot. And I remember like going to uni, and there was one other person who was still with their person, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, I I always thought it was just me. Like yeah. I saw so many people like getting together and going through breakups and all that sort of thing but like you know i feel very lucky that we're still very much in love and still together like when we got together when we were like 15 16 that's crazy yeah i know it's our 10 year anniversary this year so i'm like i know that's amazing (laughs) thank you um so i guess like you know my first fuck was very like i remember um it was actually his birthday and we'd only like kind of just got together and i was like (laughs) um okay so um because we were both like emo kids at the time so i got him like a matching like zebra edgy earring i was like here's this also and then we were like making out fooling around whatever and then he kind of looked at me and was like i have condoms and i was like am i gonna do this now oh my god i'm gonna do it oh my god i'm gonna do it and i was like okay fuck it yeah let's do it and like for a first time you know it was great like i came and i was like what? wow no <laughs> i know why i was like yes nick this we've is gonna go we've heard that before yeah, yeah. it I was mean, a great time we know of it we know it happened <laughs> but we've never heard it from someone's mouth yeah i was very lucky and like from there but then you know how, like how did you orgasm um so i was on top i think that was what helped yeah. because like of the, the whole like clitoral stimulation thing going on because so like i'm very much a clitty yeah yeah i'm yeah. very much a clitty wow actually for a while like so obviously clitty rhymes with kitty <laughs> and i had a couple people use that as a nickname and i was like guys <laughs> <laughs> it was either clitty or shitty so i was like oh well you know Go for clitty's clitty. better yeah. yeah um so yeah i was lucky in that i mean i think I mean, not that either of us knew what we were doing. It was, That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. It's like, how did you know to literally stimulate yourself? Yeah, well, age? I was like, I was always one of those people who was like, like, I was very masturbating for like, yeah. I can't remember like when it started, but I was very much like, I remember just being like quite young and like in a family pool. You know when pools have jets? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh hello, what is this? And then so like, I was always kind of aware that that was like a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then I guess like, yeah, I was, 
I I think also as well that he was kind of like, what do we, how do we, because I think he was like, let's do a doggy. And I was like, <laughs> let's try this way. And it, yeah, yeah, it worked out pretty well. So I think I was quite, I guess a success story. Yeah. yeah. That, that's really incredible to hear. Yeah. I love that though. It's like, let's do doggies. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I know. When it's such a boy start, thing. You always like, it? try and do every single position you've seen before. Yeah. And like, a part of me was like, I want to be the cool girl who does the cool positions. Yeah. Like, you know, like, because you want to be yeah, the kind of crazy. Especially one. when you're like 16 yeah. as well. And that's where you've learned about sex a lot of the time. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is what I should be doing, right? But I was like, no, let's let's do this. And then we did do doggy, obviously, because yeah. that's a great position. But like, <laughs> we started off with the good stuff and then we went with, you know, like. Well, how, how do you, what position is your go-to now? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I love being on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, but like, I do, oh God, so many. Because that's the thing, it's, it's more, so you know, hard. you try all these crazy positions and then you yeah. kind of end up falling into one that you both really enjoy. Yeah, I think both of us really love spooning. Yeah. Like, that's a great one, the, like with yes. your leg in the air. Like, I'm sure there are like all these technical names we for them. We do that all like, the time. Yeah, it's, it's a good a lazy, one. It's a lazy fuck. And it, it's, it's great it's a sleepy fuck. Like, you know, have you ever seen that picture of like Victoria Beckham and she's like texting on a sofa and she's got her leg like vertically in the air. <laughs> like, I'm just like that. I'm like, I'm doing yoga more at the moment. I'm like, bitch, my leg is up. I'm ready. It's, it's great. So like usually that kind of thing. Do love doggy not gonna lie like really? basically my so my wardrobe like kind of faces my bed mm-hmm. and it's got mirrors on it oh. so i'm like let's doggy this way a little bit fun. american psycho oh interesting yeah sometimes to be fair sometimes i'll catch my boyfriend looking in the mirror and i'm like no look at me like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean you look <laughs> exceptionally hot as well but like <laughs> you're like Hello. i'm looking at me you should yeah. look at me. <laughs> Fuck two. The last fuck. Oh, well, oh, that was a good one. Um, so I'd literally just come back from holiday and it was the first time I'd seen my boyfriend since I got back from holiday. Mm. Oh, it was amazing. Nice. Like I was cooking and like, he was like, oh, I just gotta lie down. And I was like, just say it with your chest that you wanna fuck, okay? <laughs> like I literally went in there, got on top of him. And I was like, we're fucking now. Um, and then we went back into the kitchen and I was like, okay like eat me out right here and i was like oh it was amazing especially like you know that i miss you sex like oh i really missed you like oh it's my favorite like top five sexes like (laughs) Like, i'm trying to think of the other four now but it's definitely in the top five you almost have that like raw passion that you had at the beginning of your relationship just because you're just like you're missing each other so much Mm. there's like that passion Mm. just like yes we're finally back together oh it was great and it breaks the monotony of must have sex this mm. way and and it, yeah true, you need the spontaneity true. Mm. true like having time apart is actually so beneficial for your sex life mm. definitely i mean you've been together what nearly 10 years now yeah. how does your sex life differ now from when it started off so i think like because basically the guy i was with kind of before him um like he was just so shitty to me and like Ugh. a lot of it was like you know like basically he would like send pictures of like skinny models to me and be like why don't you look like that uh, and i remember what? like so we met on myspace bit of a throwback and, oh my god um, MySpace. Yeah, no. and we finally met in person and like the thing is like up until that point we were chatting like every day on msn another throwback MSN. Oh. <laughs> MSN. so cool truly <laughs> so cool um and um we, you know i told him everything i told him how i felt about my body i told him i felt unconfident like all these kinds of things and he basically ended up throwing it back in my face and he was like oh you were bigger than i thought you were gonna be Jesus. and like and yet he still wanted to manipulate me for two years like so i what? but because the thing is is that i felt so bad about my body that i was like yeah you're right i should look like that so yeah. i started kind of like you know kind of like engaging quite 
disordered eating behaviors like i don't try to only eat like one meal a day and like mm. you know exercise like do all that kind of stuff to try and fit into his mold yeah and then you know so i remember he we ended up like i had my first kiss with this guy and he took me to like this wood and i was like oh my god it's so romantic and he told me that it was because he didn't want anyone to see <gasps> him with someone who looked like me scandalous what, what the, the hell? yeah he was fucking how hideous. old was were you guys? i was so i was when we were like on and off I was 14 to 16 but he was right. 17 to 19 so he was a bit Jesus older than me Jesus Christ what yeah. that's actual dickhead yeah he Sorry, was a knob I keep blaspheming <laughs> I, know. I mean you can't really blame it being on young I and mean, we were young back then even mm. at his age yeah, but that's, sure. und- that's disgusting behaviour I think yeah. like who being... fucking brought you up no truly like it was horrible yeah. and like when we were doing sexy stuff and fooling around I always felt like it was something that I mean, I wanted to do it with him, but it was very much like something I had to do to almost keep him. Whereas mm. like with Nick, it's amazing because, you know, it was it was something that the both of us could enjoy together. And it wasn't this weird kind of like power play and power struggle where I felt like I always had to do the most to be good enough for hit mm. for this guy. That's such a horrible first relationship. Yeah, it really, it really, really was. And Did even you... now I'm trying to like unlearn the nastiness mm. that he taught mm. me, you know? So that's yeah. deep seated in there. Yeah. He had no idea what he was doing, but he just, no. he just fucking destroyed. Well, oh, this asshole. is it. I guess like, mm. I guess the problem as well is that you know that's what society teaches men to look for as well like Mm. you know both of us um i learned that my body wasn't good enough and he just affirmed what i thought yeah and he was taught that women are supposed to look this way so that's what he put onto me yeah and that's what's attractive Mm. in flying quotation Mm. marks yeah and we're you know we're all products of this environment that teaches us that beauty and sexiness only looks a certain way Mm. so of course you know he was going through a tough time and stuff and you know i i'm trying not to blame him too much for you know but it did have a really bad effect on me um so i guess the you know from the beginning of mine and nick's relationship it was so nice because i was in a place where you know i was loved for me and i remember like he kissed me in front of like all my friends and I didn't feel like a secret anymore. Yeah. Because he would always try and hide me and be like, I don't want anyone to see me with someone who's this size or yeah. whatever. You know, yeah. when this, me and this other guy would fool around, he would like, we would drive and go to slip roads. And then, oh, you know, like, that's awful. you know, it was only when I was 16, I was allowed to go to his house. Jesus. Um, whereas Nick was there, you know, being like, this is my girl. Yeah. And, and there was Proud. something so that's like, so just being loved nice. out loud was something that was so powerful for me at the yeah. time. And, even now is still so lovely and almost like revolution. I'm getting teary now, but like (laughs) it meant so much to me at the time and it still does. That's life changing. For sure. Mm. And um, so at the beginning, of course, both of us were learning. Whereas now we both know exactly what we both like. Like I know exactly what to do. Like if I'm just like getting ready and I'm putting on a dress, I'm like, oh, like, how does this look? And I know that's it we're ready we're ready to bang because <laughs> you know and he knows exactly what turns me on as well so i yeah the the wonderful thing about being together for so long is that you learn about each other like inside and out and we grow up together we've both changed in really wonderful ways and it's wonderful that we still complement each other as well mm-hmm. yeah um so that's how it's changed it's changed in a wonderful it's and beautiful way it's just evolved rather mm. than changed you know yeah the yeah. more we learn the more we grow and grown up together for sure yeah. fuck three the best fuck. Oh, 
was trying to think about this. So my best fuck and I think the fuck that changed me forever, I know that question's coming up, kind of overlap a little bit. <laughs> no, that's okay, they um, So basically, um, a couple of years ago, so um, my boyfriend was in Rhodes for a bit, um, he's Greek, and I we both went to Rhodes together and we had this apartment and for a very long time, I was like, I know there's some more kinkiness going on in my head that I haven't quite enacted out on yet. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, you know, I loved being tied up, handcuffed, blindfolded, all that kind of thing. And I was like, no, 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 let's step this up. So <laughs> I was like, how do you feel about a hostage fantasy? And Nick was like, okay. So we kind of did this thing where I kind of, I walked up to the door and he like got me from behind and like, you know, hand over my mouth and yes. stuff. I was like, you're coming upstairs. Like all this kind so of stuff. And I was like, sexy. oh my God, this it was so sexy. And like just carrying on that role play into the bedroom, like wow. tying me up and being like, this is what I'm doing to you and all yeah. this kind of thing. Role play is so fun. I love role play. It's so, so fun. Mm. And just from there, I was like, it almost like unlocked something in my head. I think as well yeah. for a while, like, you know, cause you're not taught that you know, kinky stuff is normal as well. It's always this kind of like taboo, very taboo, yeah. fetishized thing that, and it doesn't have to be all the way from zero to a hundred, you know, mm. it doesn't have to be whips and chains necessarily, that it's like a spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for the longest time I, I was always thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then I, I just realized like, no, this is what I want. And I love this. Mm. Especially yeah. as like a strong, independent, powerful woman. Mm. And knowing that you want to go into something where you are completely submissive and every mm. single stereotype that everybody wants you to be. And yeah, it's like, yeah, I want to be that sexually, yeah. Yeah. but not For in sure. real life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. And like, and and that really changed things for mm -hmm. me from there we've decided to you know bring more of that kind of kinky stuff and like role playing and stuff nice. into it. and it's been great like i really enjoy it so and that that literally went on for like hours and i was like this is oh. i love this and you know when like it's like holiday sex and yes it's super hot <laughs> and it's kind of steamy and like oh that just that that smell and like the, yeah. the it's all in the air and it's oh it was great that is that incredible. Kidnapping so good. situation. You know, there are services that you can pay for. Yeah. yeah. Where you can be picked up, kidnapped. Like, you know, they'll give you the week, but you don't know yeah. the day. There's a slut ever documentary on Vice on that. Is there? Yeah, That's so it's interesting. really interesting. I feel like I've seen Check that somewhere. I remember watching a TV program about it, I think, but a few years, like a while ago. Mm. And just thinking oh this is a thing yeah and you can keep pay. that in the white bag you can pay for extras like i remember reading an yeah. article about no it way. Some, and it was like the whole hostage situation but you could pay for the hero who comes and saves you at the end to basically fuck you Excellent. yeah yeah i was like I don't so know having a three-way with your hostage taker and your hero oh my god basically. that would be divine oh, i was like i, I wouldn't want the hero i want the hero to be you know killed or murdered in front of my eyes and then <laughs> fucked by the villains like <laughs> i'm i'm done bring on the special effects <laughs> <laughs> fuck number four the worst fuck This is like, this is hard for you because obviously all your fucks with the same the person. The same person. I did talk to him about it before. I was like, you know, I'm going on a sex podcast, right? And he was like, yeah. And I sort of oh, said, bless him. are you sure it's fine for me to talk about this stuff? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. Um, oh, I'll be really interested to hear what he says when he listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say we, we discussed this question before and both yeah. of us said the same thing where... Oh basically kind of like early-ish days and we were experimenting with toys and I'd bought a cock ring from Ann Summers and yeah. 
Um, we were using it, but he didn't know quite how to use it, so he put it inside me. So oh. he was he was like he was <laughs> fucking me with it, and then took it off and put it in, and then kept fucking. <gasps> and, no, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and oh, and I sort of said to him, um, he you know he came and like could, could you feel it as well? Could you? Yeah, because it? it was vibrating. Oh, so oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So did it get stuck? Yes. Oh no. So it was kind. It was kind of high, too high up for me to kind of try and pull it out. And I sort of said to him, "Oh like, my god!" You know, I, you know, we both came, and I said, "Do you mind like take it out?" And you're gonna have to uh, go in. Yeah. <laughs> no. And he literally was like fisting me back again, trying to pull this thing out. Oh and I was just like, god. "Oh my god, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna have to go to A and E, and I'm gonna be in one of those embarrassing A and E stories <laughs> where they say, oh my god, this girl had a vibrator stuck in her.'" And I'm like, "Thankfully, <laughs> we got it out. It was oh fine. God. But for like, it the was panic. a good, it was a good like ten minutes of both of us panicking. Of course, like, how are we yeah. gonna tell our parents what we're gonna do? Because <laughs> the more you panic, the worse it gets. Like, for sure. If, Honestly, it's it's very common for stuff to get stuck inside mm. you, especially oh God, yeah. especially tampons and toys. Mm. But it's normal, and our vaginas are very very clever in that they can push them out and they mm. will get them out eventually. So the last time. thing you should do is panic because it tightens everything up and almost makes you suck in harder yeah. accidentally. And you just yeah. need to do some cool breathing, maybe get in the shower. You need to take your mind off of it for mm. a while because it's not going to ha- harm you or no. damage you. They are medical grade Depends silicon. Depends what it is though. Like, I mean, I, th- I think if if it's not coming out and it's been like over an hour, maybe then just go if, to the doctor. If it's irritating you, yeah. But I've had yeah. tampons in for eight hours. I've mm. forgotten tampons in overnight. Yeah, that's a common and, thing. And yeah, that's we were we were learned from school. We learned from school that it was you know you'll get toxic shock and die. Yeah, and that terrified me off of tampons for so long. Oh my, oh yeah, and tampons are fucking great. Mm, love eco a tampon ones. Yeah. E- eco ones guys mm. eco friendly and don't flush them down the fucking toilet because it destroys our drains please for fuck's sake you have one unheard message hi I was calling Current the influencer marketing platform but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. So we have a section on our podcast where our listeners ask us a sex question and this week is, hey, people keep sending me dick pics and I don't want them, but my Snapchat won't let me block them. I'm running out of options. Any idea of what I can do? Yeah, dick pics are a hard one, especially with Snapchat because there are loads of like sneaky things that people can do to get around not being reported and to get around sending stuff. And yeah. on top of that, I hate that that uh, Instagram does it now, but Snapchat, the the person can see when you've seen it. So it's almost yeah. like they're getting off on the fact that, that you've, you've seen, seen their hard We're disgusted by it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing. Do Dick they, pics started from Snapchat. Do they not have like a blurring fe- fe- 
feature. Not well, like today. Not like Instagram. Instagram does like a skin detection thing. Yeah. Or if it's a contact that you aren't familiar with, if you don't follow them and they don't follow you or you have a messaging thing yeah. that's open, they will block any image, most images that come through anyway. At least with Instagram, you can report and often or not, they will yeah. get removed because yeah. dick pics aren't acceptable. It is like flashing somebody. Yeah. I'm not actually, I don't have Snapchat, so I don't know what, mm, what it does. Like, I don't know how people get away. It sucks because it's immediate. Yeah. You know, you don't have any opportunity to filter anything through. Yeah. It's such a failing of social media to just allow this to happen constantly. Mm. Yeah. Because it is harassment. That's exactly Definitely. what it is. And you're right. Men are getting off on doing this stuff and it's not okay. And Oh, sorry. And women. Women can get off on it too. I know mm. women that just send out pussy pics to like poor married men and they're getting off on that shit like you want my pussy and they just Mm. have no idea what the fuck's happening it's It's crazy Mm. it's i mean unfortunately the majority of it is men and i don't think they're doing it maliciously i don't think they're going i'm gonna ruin some girl's day today (laughs) they're going oh clearly i get off on a picture of tits so clearly girls must get off on a picture of my hard dick and they want my hard dick you know it it's anathema but they haven't yeah. been taught correctly we can't demonize they, yeah these poor i don't guys. think they understand that um, like immediately it's just seeing a picture of a random dick a dick that you don't know it's not hot no it isn't it's not hot it's only hot if you know the person yeah yeah, yeah and, and it's consensual yeah exactly you know? it's That's also what it boils a down floating to. dick there's no like body yeah. in it there's no, no face in it there's just it's just Horrible. a dick it's like well done you have a penis yeah i mean i'm very lucky in that i don't get a lot of dick pics but mm. i remember what <laughs> i was actually hanging out with my dad and my uncle and i was minding my own business we we're having a wholesome dinner and i checked my instagram requests whatever and this man said oh i think this is and this about you whatever i don't remember mm-hmm. but he said oh and here's a present for you to show you what i think oh, <laughs> oh god and i think that is part of like what's going through their head isn't it yeah you know, they think it's a gift yeah they must do. i appreciate you here's my penis yeah you make me this hard thank you yeah but and i oh, don't yeah. care show you. How hard you are, no. really? and no. i saw my boyfriend i don't care yeah um it's, it's quite sad really mm. that these guys just have no idea that what, what like what do you want us to do do you want a picture back I, I i don't know what they're looking for are they looking for oh my god your dick is so beautiful let's go out on a date yeah really it's no, yeah it's that's almost never the, gonna happen it's no. like you know it used to be just men shouting at you from a van now it's yeah. right in your personal space that was the good old days of wolf whistling <sighs> yeah <laughs> it's all repulsive but it's hard to give advice on this because until Mm -hmm. snapchat instagram all of these social media platforms really buckle down on making sure that this is not a you know a practice that's permitted yeah all you can do is block 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 yeah like even if they're your friend they're not your friend if they're sending you dick pics they don't respect you your boundaries or your consent so and it's it's completely okay to say like i don't want to receive that yeah you don't have to be horrible back because most of the time they're not trying to be horrible they are honestly just miseducated yeah and they just think they're doing the right thing but with snapchat it sounds like your snapchat's open and public Mm. you probably you know if, if they are really bothering you and they shouldn't bother you it's just like you know seeing an advert when you're on a website like that it just <laughs> you just gotta brush them away for this yeah. girl brush them away. or Swipe explain away. to them i don't want to see that thank you please don't mm-hmm. send this to me again and if they p- can 
you know, from then on, they keep uh, going. Yeah, keep I don't pestering. know, though. I feel like if you open up the conversation, they're just going to send more Yeah, shit. never start. Uh, yeah, I would never yeah. even engage mm. with them. My, but my, that's just me. My advice would be to, if you didn't, if you don't know who the contact is that's sending you something, don't even open the message. Mm. Just ignore them. Fucking hell. And this week's sex story is... We'll finish sex, I guess, and <laughs> I'll stand up and it'll just start up and I'll queef multiple times and so long. Uh, oh, bless. Bless her. It happens. We yeah. were talking about queefing earlier, weren't we? Mm. Queefing is like so normal and everyone's done it. And I'm actually surprised when somebody hasn't queefed. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What? what's happened to your vagina where you don't just like accidentally suck in air? And it's super surprising though when you haven't it done it before, so right? True. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it is. And no one talks about it either. No, you know, no. people think that I'm the only person this has ever happened to. But yeah. it's so, you're right. It's so normal. And it's so, so normal and loud and mm. it goes on for ages. And it's like, truly. Like, yeah and a lot of the time like we're we're told we're not supposed to burp and fart especially mm, in, in front of someone we're trying to be attracted yeah to. so that sounds like a fart so you're yeah. just like oh my god this is so embarrassing this mm. is, i promise you this is not a fart yeah. <laughs> honestly my sister's ex thought that a fanny fart like a queef was actual gas that our vagina had made Wow. No, there is such a lack of sex education. Yeah, it is. I was shocking. Like I was like, what? It's like gas that our yeast makes or bacteria. Like, no, it is. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. No. We should have a space like in sex education where kids can just like ask questions mm. about sexual things that have happened to them and just be like, what's what? It, what happens when like mm-hmm. why? Why does my body make this sound when sometimes I'm having sex and yeah. stuff? Or like, is it normal when? Because yeah, the chances exactly. are, it's very normal. It's just that no one's talking yeah, about it ju- because there's so much stigma surrounding it. Someone just needs a teacher to be like, yes, this is completely normal in mm. sex education. Mm. Before people like before people even have to look up things like our YouTube channels and listen to our podcast. Like you shouldn't like have to learn it through podcasts. The internet, yeah, it's like this should just be knowledge passed down to people because everyone's gonna fuck most people are gonna fuck Mm. and it's normal yeah we need a service that specifically deals with sex education because i wouldn't want to put that on a teacher that already has to deal with some ridiculous rambunctious kids Mm. and you see every day as well every day (laughs) and then all of a sudden you have to be forced to do sex education (laughs) and like you know your shitty pupils lock you in cupboards and yeah. ask you things like have you ever had anal miss yeah. and like you know all that kind of shit like that's awful it yeah. needs to be trained professionals that are cool about talking stuff and yeah. they're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they can get down with the kids and they can literally just have an actual grown-up adult mm. conversation about sex now i remember i mean our sex ed lessons were few and far between but the one that always stood out to me was one of our art teachers who was a really cool guy we were meant to be putting condoms on you know those plastic model dildo kind yeah. of things and he sort of said okay we're not doing that but if you've got what? any questions we're not doing I, that yeah because i think he was kind of embarrassed about he it and thought it was be. a silly exercise what? but what he what was interesting was he just kind of made an open forum and said oh well you know there's a sex clinic down the road you know that you know just make it very kind of normal and not this yeah. oh you know actually i saw a play last night um i saw the new noughts and crosses adaptation at Ooh. stratford and um i don't know if this is a spoiler for people oh well I guess the play run ends in a couple of days. So anyway, no, there's like wait. a, there's a, wait. <laughs> I don't want to hear a spoiler. 
<laughs> oh no okay okay basically there's a saucy scene that's not a spoiler and one woman in the audience just goes oh and everyone just lost it and we're like in fits of giggles and this is I mean, it's not a problem, but it does say a lot about the kind of conversations mm-hmm. around sex that we're having. Yes, They're very kind of titillating and all. And you're allowed to laugh yeah. at sex. Sex yeah. is supposed to be comfortable and funny and you're For allowed sure. to laugh at mistakes and you're allowed to laugh at queefs. Yeah. As long as you're not sitting yes. there going, oh, Ugh. that's disgusting. Yeah. What is that? Why is your fanny farting? You know, yeah. you just have to be like, that was hilarious. Your yeah. penis did that <laughs> and my vagina made those flappy noises. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I end up queefing, me and my boyfriend just laugh about it. Yeah. Which is like, oh. It is jarring, but you yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do, you just do. Well, it's time to fuck off, unfortunately. Oh, I'm so sorry to say this, <laughs> Kitty, but we must all fuck off now. Oh, fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We've had such good conversations today. Thank really you for important. opening up about your body image and like the history like with your relationship. That was so interesting to hear. Thank you. I'm and glad I can be a part of it and I love what you're doing. Keep killing it, thanks. both of you. And Thank you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> said some good shit today, guys. I think we all need a round of applause, a pat on the back, and a sip of a queef. <laughs> oh, a what sip. is a sip of a queef? <laughs> that was a really good sip. So, where can our listeners find you? Um, so, you can find me on Instagram at Kitty Underhill X. So, that's my name with a kiss on the end. I like to think of it that way. Mm, or a bumhole. Or a bumhole. Someone told Excellent. me about this recently. I was like, X is a bumhole. Oh, I thought it was so bracket cute. X bracket. Oh, whatever. Oh, well. All bumholes are different. Well, so Kitty Underhill <laughs> with a bumhole on the yeah, end, apparently. I, I've got a bumhole too, as in on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, you do? Yes. <laughs> I always thought it was a kiss. Um, so you can find me there. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at the same username. You can also look me up on Facebook, Kitty Underhill Plus Model. Um, yeah, those are all my channels, I believe. Amazing. Yeah, Check that shit out. Definitely go and follow. Super sexy. Guys, thanks so much for listening. It's been incredible. Please rate our shit and do the comment thing and share it all to people that need to listen to this crap, as well as if anyone's ever laughed at your queef, send this shit to them. See what yeah. they say. Subscribe. <laughs> queef positivity, mm. guys. And do send us your sex stories and sex questions for our other podcasts. Yes, just DM us on our Instagram, which is at come curious c-o-m-e curious bye guys bye bye bye